The last thing we were discussing was what is considered a vow of suffering, a vow of Ainui Nefesh that the husband could annul, and what is considered between him and her. We then ask the question when the woman says, that when a woman says, I'm not going to be with my husband, the husband still has to annul, even though she's obligated by the Ketubah. We're talking about a situation where she said that uh, she cannot have benefit from him and you have to annul it because you can't feed something to someone that he's not allowed to eat. And with that, we're going to start Pe Aleph Amud Bet, second to last line, where it says Ba'amine. So now, Ba'amine Rabbi Rav Nachman. Rabbi has a question from Rav Nachman. A woman who said she's not going to do Tashmish Hamita. Le Rabbanan, according to Rabbanan, Ainui Nefeshu, is that something of suffering? O Devarim Shebeno Lebena, or that, is that something in between her and her husband? As we explained in the beginning of the Sugiyah, the Nafkamina would be, if he annulled it, is that an, an, an annulment only while she's married to him? If it's things in between him and her, it's only, it's only while they're still married. If she gets divorced, uh, now she's not allowed to be with anyone. She can't get married again. Or maybe it's uh, something of Ainu Nefesh and it's totally annulled. So Amar Le, so Rav Nachman explained to Rabbah, Tenitua, you have a Mishnah, Untula Anim in Ayudim, a woman who said, I'm not going to have any benefit, meaning I'm not going to be with any Jew. Yafer Helko Umshameshato, the husband has to annul his part and she's allowed to be with him, Utenitula in Ayudim, and she could be a sort to all the other Jews. Now, the Iyamart, if you want to say, Neder Ainu Nefesheve, you want to say that a vow that uh, she can't uh, be with him or with anyone, you want to say that suffering, then I might hand it to Lamin Yehudim. Why is she assured to other Jews? Rather, and rather have to say the Shemish is things in between him and her. But the Gemara says, no. You could still ask question according to Rabbanan, Mishum Denetula Animin Yehudim, you still have a question according to Rabbanan, because that Mishnah of Nitulana Nimin Yehudim is only according to Rabbi Yossi, and according to him, the Yisur of Tashmish is not considered Ainu Nefesh, rather it's things in between him and her. So you can't answer for Rabbanan from a Mishnah that Rabbi Yossi brought. The Amaravuna Kule Pirkin Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Ravuna holds that all the Mishnah in our Perek is Rabbi Yossi. Because it says in the first Mishnah, these are not vows of Inu Nefesh. Then why do you have to say at the end of his words, oh, uh, he has to annul according to Rabbi Yossi? Shmamina, what are you understanding? Mikan va'elach, it's Rabbi Yossi. From here on out, the rest of the parak, it's Rabbi Yossi. So if that Mishnah is according to Rabbi Yossi, then you, you can't answer for Hachamim. And of course, the Ran explains, since it's a bayan velo shita, it's a question without an answer, then we have to be Mahmir, and he cannot annul it completely, only between him and her, and she would need another annulment uh, if she ever gets divorced or if, if she becomes an almana. So now, Amar Shemuel Mishemed Levi, Kol nedarim ba'al mefer le'ishto, chutz me'in hana'ati al peloni. A husband can annul all of his wife's vows unless she vowed that what uh, that she is asur on someone else, meaning uh, someone does not have any benefit from her. He's not allowed to annul because there's no suffering over there. But if it's someone's benefit on me, then he's allowed to annul. She might need him and therefore there might be suffering. The problem is, we learned in our Mishnah, 
If a woman said, Perot Medina Zo Alai, if a woman said, She's not going to eat the fruits of this, uh, this uh, country, then Yavila Medina Heret. He should just go get her from a different country, but since there's no suffering over here, he can't annul the vow. Now, the problem is over here, she could just go get from someone else, but you said that he's allowed to annul, but when it comes to the fruits, you're not allowed to annul. So, Amar of Yosef, no, he explains the Kamra Shetavi. No, this, uh, the, this vow with the fruits is if my husband brings me fruits from uh, country A, I'm not going to eat it. But if he brings from country B, then I will eat it. Or she said that if he buys it, I'm not going to eat it. Uh, but if she herself buys it, then she will eat it. So there is a way where she would be mutar from it. That's why it's not called Ainui Nefesh. It's not the same as a woman saying, I'm not going to benefit from a certain person because over there she has no way of benefiting from him. But Tashema, we have a problem on Shmuel from the end of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said if a woman vowed, Perot Henvani Ze'alai, she's not going to eat from this grocer's uh, fruits, and Yachol Lefer, the husband cannot annul. So you see that if she vows from one person, um, the husband cannot annul because it's not considered suffering. The Gemara says, again, Hachenami, we have to explain it. She said that, uh, that uh, anything that you bring home from that guy, I'm not going to eat. I'm, I have to be the one chopping. So it's not uh, really considered Ainu Nefesh. The Gemara says, yeah, but pay attention to what it says. It says, over the, in, that, in the end of Mishnah, if the husband only goes to this person, let's say he gives him credit, let's say he's patient with, his, with how he pays, now, if we're talking about a situation where, where she said that only what you bring is Asur, then why should he annul? Someone else or her herself could do the shopping instead. Rather, you have to explain from the second part it being that we're talking about where the, the husband cannot buy the fruits, then Resha de Kamaitahi. So the first part of the Mishnah is talking about where she's bringing the fruits. And it doesn't make a difference what the case is. It's always going to be Asur. And bottom line is we see that if she made a vow from this grocer, it's not considered Ainu Nefesh. And that's why En Affair. And that's a problem with Shmuel. And the Gemara understands that this Braita over here, or the end of our Mishnah actually, is a problem on Shmuel. And the Gemara tries a different explanation on what Shmuel said. Remember, Shmuel said that a husband could only annul if it has a suffering having to do with it. So the Gemara tries explaining Shmuel a little bit differently. Rather, the Resha, we're talking about where she said, I'm not going to eat this grocer's fruits. And whether it's her bringing the fruits or husband bringing the fruits, it's always going to be a surah on this family. You're not bringing this grocer's fruits into this house. Our Mishnah is according to Rabbi Yossi, and we're not gonna we're not gonna bring a machloket. You could always say that Rabbi Yossi is mahmir more than Rabbanan when it comes to hafara uh, the annulling of vows, and Shmuel holds like hachamim, and you could be lenient with uh, the hafara. Rabbi Yossi here. Our entire Mishnah, the entire perek is Rabbi Yossi. Umay en yachol lafer. So then what does that mean he cannot annul? Mishum ainu nefesh. He cannot annul because of suffering. Aval mefer nidareim shebenol lebenol. But he could annul things that are in between him and her. 
And according to this perush, the halacha would be like Shmuel, who goes like Hachamim. Now, some explain that what the Gemara is trying to say is that Shmuel is also going according to the Shitava B.O.C., that if it's a vow that's between him and her, he could annul it, but the Ran himself is not clear on this perush, so he just leaves it alone. Next, if a woman vowed that she's not going to eat from these two uh, two loaves of bread at the same time, um, and if one of them, if she doesn't eat it, it's a, it's a big deal because it's good bread, it's white bread, and it's considered suffering if you don't eat it. The other one is considered is dark bread, it's... A type of bread that if you don't eat, not a big deal. It's not considered suffering. Once he's already annulling for the one that he that she's uh, she's she's going to suffer from the the white one, then she that he could also annul for the one that she's not going to suffer from. And there's different ways of explaining it. The Ranik explains that it's an automatic thing, meaning once you're annulling part of the vow, then you annul, uh, you annul the entire thing. So therefore, when you annulled one, number two comes with it, and the entire thing is knocked out. The Rosh explains that he has to, spe- to specify, I'm annulling one and I'm annulling two. The Rosh is just explaining that he has the ability to annul both. Now, Verab Ase Amar Rabbi Yohanan Mefer la Mitana Ve'en Mefer la She'en Mitana. He could annul for one, but not number two. Rabbi Yohanan holds you could only annul from the part that she suffers from, not the part that she does not suffer from. Now, Ve'ikademre, some bring uh, Rabbi Asi's, uh, uh, in the name of Rabbi Yohanan, some bring it a little bit differently. That Ba'amine Rabbi Asim Rabbi Yohanan Rabbi Asi asked a question from Rabbi Yohanan. If a woman vowed from two loaves of bread, one of them she would suffer from, one of them she would not suffer if she didn't eat it, what would be the halakha? He annuls the one that she would suffer from, but he does not annul to the one that she does not suffer from. And the, what we come out, the Maskana, as the, uh, the Ran explains it this way, that the Mahloket between Shmuel and Rabbi Yohanan is as follows, that according to Shmuel, when there's a, a part of the vow where there's suffering, that he could annul the entire vow. And according to Rabbi Yohanan, you could only annul the part where uh, she's suffering from. And with that, we're going to stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.